Welcome to Rama for Today Radio. Well, let's take the name and go to the world. Let's take healing and go to the world. Let's just walk in health that belongs to us. Praise God, we won't have to be seeking healing. Amen. Hallelujah. Can you say amen? Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Praise God forevermore. Be patient, therefore, brethren, to the coming of the Lord. Behold, the husband waiteth. What's he waiting for? The precious fruit of the earth. Welcome to Rama for Today. Kenneth E. Hagan continues his teaching on Live in the Supernatural. Find out more next on Rama for Today Radio. Also, later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, let's join Kenneth E. Hagan for today's message. One of the things that the Lord said to me in that first vision, September the 2nd, 1950, in Rockwall, Texas, under a tent, when the Lord appeared to me in the first vision, among other things that he said to me, he said this, and I'll get to the most important one in a minute, but he said this, when he, he said, when you left your last church, that was in 19, February of 1949, and I'd been in the ministry till 1934, so that's 15 years. When you left your last church, at that time, you entered into the first phase of the ministry that I have for you. Well, I said, Lord, I've been in the ministry 15 years. And you remember, you mean I just now, when I left my last church, which was the year before, at that time I just then entered into the first phase? I haven't even been in the first phase. Well, if you stop and look at that 13th chapter again, that Paul and Barnabas wasn't in the first phase of what he had called them to do, were they? Amen. Then he said something to me that's very important. He said to me, many ministers live and die and never even get into the first phase of the ministry that I have for them. That's the reason he said many of them die young and some in middle age. Now, not all of them, but some. Well, you can't argue with the Lord. I, I tried it, but it didn't work. <laughs> so I just accepted it. Hallelujah. Now, during that time of seeking God, though, spending extra time seeking God, one day, now, I'd, I'd kneel in the altar and pray. I like to kneel and pray. That third chapter of Ephesians, Paul said, I bow my knees unto the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, of whom the whole family in heaven and earth is named. And so I'd kneel. But then I like to move around a little bit sometimes. So I was, I was walking up and down the aisles of the church, out there by myself praying. And the Lord said something to me that startled me. And you'll have to understand that I'm talking about, you see, 51 or two years ago. I didn't know as much as then as I know now. Don't know much yet, but I'm learning. And, and he said, I didn't put because in seeking him and revelation began to come, I began to see God had a healing ministry for me. And I said, he said, I didn't put 
gifts and healing, gifts of healing, and my name in the church for the church to heal herself with. I put gifts of healings in my name in the church for the church to heal the world with. Now, I, 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 I couldn't and didn't. If it's something I don't know, I don't let it bother me. I just put it on the shelf and leave it alone and God gets ready, he'll tell me. But I came eventually to see it. You see, after all, the church shouldn't need those things. The church should know that himself took our infirmities and bare our sicknesses. The world don't know that. Amen? The church should know by whose stripes ye were, not going to be, ye were healed. Amen? Now, that's the reason that you hear such, it's, all, it's almost unbelievable to people here. You hear results like Christopher Alam is having. Now, every year from school, there are those that go on missionary journeys, tours, or whatever you want to call them. Many of them are folks that have a ministry, feel maybe that uh, missionary calling is their calling. Some just go, you know, to be going. But even one, one lady, one, one girl, just a little snip of a girl, so to speak, she said it's the easiest thing in the world to get people, people healed. said, we went out, a group, not all of them, but a group of the bunch of women went to the Philippines. Now, there are many islands in the Philippines. They're between six and 7,000 islands there. There are islands there that nobody's ever been on yet. We went out, got in a boat, went out to this island. Nobody had ever been there to tell them about Jesus. And she said, you could just mention the name of Jesus and deaf ears would pop open. You have to pray for Just mention the name of Jesus. Easiest thing in the world to get deaf and dumb people healed. Say, why don't that work like that over here? Well, we get a few people. No, the truth about the matter, believers ought to walk in the light of what they know. Are you listening to me? <clears throat> Amen. But now Brother Alam talked about 125 deaf people healed in one meeting. And, 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 and others that were lame. Praise God, never walked. Never walked in their lifetime. A businessman here in Tulsa. A businessman said to me, I was in his place of business several years ago, you know, when we first moved here to Tulsa. Brother Osborne was still real active in meetings. This businessman said, I was in South Africa in, uh, on, on business, and I, went, I knew he was going to be here, so I made especially to be a few days in the crusade. Well, he said there was people as far as you could see. And he said, I came up the first service order to the back of the crowd, and there's thousands of people there. He said there were some people here to one side that were in chains. They were like the madman of Gadara naked. And he said one of them changed there was eating where another one of them's bowels had moved. Said Brother Osborne from the platform said Jesus is the same today as he was yesterday. And he's alive and if he's alive he'll heal people today like he did. And he said that man, that individual that was in chains 
and eating where another man's bowels had moved. He looked up and said, Jesus, he'd never heard of him. Jesus, Jesus. And he got up and stood up and was delivered. He said, I saw him later in the meeting, dressed nice. Amen. Thank God this worked almost like magic. Amen. I said, amen. But you see, you don't have to buck tradition there. <laughs> amen. They'll believe what you tell them. Praise God forevermore. Well, let's take the name and go to the world. Let's take healing and go to the world. Let's just walk in health that belongs to us. Praise God, we won't have to be seeking healing. Amen. Hallelujah. Can you say amen? Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Praise God forevermore. Be patient, therefore, brethren, of the coming of the Lord. Behold, the husband waiteth. What's he waiting for? The precious fruit of the earth. And hath long patience for it, until he receive the early and the latter rain. Hallelujah. Now, I made mention of that first vision in 1950, September the 2nd, which was on a Saturday in Rockwall, Texas. The pastor, I, I don't know where they just stood, but anyway, Brother Tipton here had a tent that he used in meetings. So the pastor there got his tent. He may have rented it or leased it. Or he may just let him use it. I don't know. But anyway, I had nothing to do with it. I'm just the guest speaker. He invited me to come preach this tent meeting. Well, on a Saturday night, the second week, this is a two-week meeting. The second week of this meeting, on a Saturday, September the 2nd, 1950, it rained all day long. Well, now you see, 50... This coming September will be 51 years ago. And uh, they didn't have all the good roads like they have now. And that's black land. You get in that black land, you know, you stay with it and it's dry, it'll stay with you when it's wet. I mean, you get in the bed, you, mud, you don't get out. And Brockwall then, now then, it's a met part of the metropolitan area, metro area. But then it was a small town. And many of the people came in from the country. Well, it rained all day. And it's still raining at church time. I mean, they dug a trench to run the water around the tent, but some of it come through anyway. And we were having the tent, wasn't a large tent. What was it, 40 by, what was it, 40 by 60, something like that? But uh, we, we was having a good crowd, just full every night. But... There's only 43 people showed up, counting me and my wife. I mean, I counted anything that moved. <laughs> and everybody's a Christian. Well, there's nobody getting up. This is a revival meeting. That means an evangelistic type meeting. But they know he's preaching an evangelistic sermon. These people are already saved. So I gave a Bible lesson. And then I just invited everybody to come around the altar and pray. Well, they came down to the front and at least it was dry across there. And I looked around and looked to me like everybody was on every, all the dry spots. So I decided I'd just stay on the platform. And so I took a chair 
on the, and set it on the folding chair, set it on this side of the pulpit here, and knelt. Well, you see right there, the altar's full of 42 people. I'm on the platform. And I'm just praying away in other tongues. Prayed in English for a while. Ran out of English, and so I'm praying in other tongues. And I heard. Now, to me, it was audible. But nobody else heard anything, so I know it couldn't have been audible to them or they'd have heard it. But to me, it was just as audible as some man speaking. Said, come up hither. Come up hither. Well, I thought to myself, because there's a high hill to the west of that tent, that some young man had got up there, was hollering down there to disrupt the prayer. I thought, well, pastor will send one of the deacons up there, one of the ushers up there to take care of it. Kept on praying. You're listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. Now, let's join Ken and Lynette Hagan. Well, honey, we have a great offer this month. It's your uh, dad's DVD on living in the supernatural or living the supernatural and your book, God's Greater Glory. You know, we, we're offering those for twenty nine ninety five. That's right. And, and that, actually the retail on it is forty one ninety, so that's about eleven ninety five saving, almost, almost $12. $12. That's right. So, hey. And you know, your book, it says bringing revival to this generation. And right. I'll tell you what, we need to bring revival to this generation, don't we? That's it's right. awesome, hey. awesome. Call toll free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Rhema.org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Tomorrow, Kenneth E. Hagen will continue his message, Live in the Supernatural, here on Rama for Today Radio with Ken and Lynette Hagen.